Hey, this is the Village Elliot, the Oracle Speaks, and I'm here to hopefully stop an epidemic of flacomania. I think they're coming out with a vaccine against flacomania, and I want to discourage you from getting flacomania. It's probably not good for you. It's probably not good for the Cleveland Browns. Although, really, it's a good thing for the Cleveland Browns that they did sign Joe Flacco. He's a very competent, experienced quarterback. He's been to the Super Bowl, and he even won the quarterback or won the Super Bowl as the starting quarterback. That's a good thing. Everybody needs to have a Super Bowl winner in their locker room. Isn't that so? So that's a great thing that the Cleveland Browns have Joe Flacco in the locker room right now. He's on the practice squad. Hello, practice squad. But everybody expects him to be promoted to the 53-player roster very soon. And, of course, those who listen to this broadcast on the World Wide Web, on the Internet are aware that I have advocated for the longest time that the Browns should always have three healthy, hello, healthy quarterbacks on the 53-player roster. And they also need to have an additional quarterback or two on the practice squad. So this is a positive development indeed. And to have a player of the stature of Mr. Joe Flacco, who is a mere youth at age 38, why that's younger than Aaron Rodgers, who everybody knows is drinking from the fountain of youth and is going to perform at the same level that he did 10 years ago. Well, with Joe Flacco being even younger than Mr. Rogers, that's got to be a good move. Now, you will remember, Browns fans, that Flacco beat us early in the season in 2022. That was just last season. And so the dude can play football. He has not lost that much skill in just one season, and I think he's probably a very talented quarterback. But let's get real here. Let's take a dose of reality. People who think that he's going to take over the team immediately, become the starting quarterback, and start winning game after game after game, just like it was 15 years ago, are probably mistaken. And you know what the problem is, I think? I think that it's fantasy football. The problem with fantasy football is that it leads to the impression that you can trade for a quarterback on Saturday and start that quarterback on Sunday and get the same performance from that quarterback that you got the previous week and the week before that. That's crazy. That quarterback has not had time with your playbook, has not had time in the offseason to study the team, the theory behind the playbook itself, the design of the offense, hasn't had a time to introduce himself to the players, to get the timing down between him and the receivers, doesn't know the offensive line, the nuances of the offense, hasn't had repetitions in training camp, hasn't had any game experience with the team, 
doesn't know the coaching staff, or at least not the entire coaching staff. There might be some history with individuals in the coaching staff, but certainly not with the entire coaching staff, and certainly not with the coaches and players as a unit. This is crazy to think that you can just plug in a player that you recently acquire and expect him to achieve mid-season form in only a week or two. That is simply not going to be the case. And I think it's really a problem caused by too much fantasy football and thinking real life is like fantasy football. The key here is fantasy. Fantasy is like Marilyn Monroe, Raquel Welch, Heidi Klum, Taylor Swift. This is not your real life. It's not reality. You're deceiving yourself if you think that Joe Flacco is going to take over the team in a week and become his old Super Bowl self overnight. That is just absolutely crazy. Hello, Dog Pound. Let's wake up. This is not going to happen. The reason why Joe Flacco has been signed is because the Browns need to have three quarterbacks on the 53-player roster, and he is a very good person to have as the third quarterback. He lends veteran support and credibility to the quarterback room. It's a good thing, but it doesn't mean that he's going to be taking over as the first string quarterback. Now, maybe if there's injuries and so on, he might even start a game late in the season. Now, we hope that there is not an injury, but the, the real plan is for Dorian Thompson-Robinson to indeed be the Browns' starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy to be plotting the demise of the starting quarterback after one win in the NFL and so many fans that are publishing blogs and this and that are plotting to kill the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns so that they can have a big name start in his place already. This is nuts. You've got to get rid of this idea that you can put in a quarterback with one week experience and have him replace somebody that's been with the team learning the playbook since the uh, you know the start of the training season and even before since he was drafted come on wake up this is real life football you don't learn it overnight now the you know the point is however that somebody like Flacco is going to have a chance to pick up the the fundamentals of the offense rather quickly and if he is called upon he's got a chance to win uh, he like uh, P.J. Walker is somebody that has experience and is going to be able to do some things uh, without a great deal of, uh, of uh, learning the offense. He can still make some of the basic throws that are common to all NFL offenses, 
and some of the fundamentals, you will have not much of uh, a hard time picking up. So I, I think it makes a lot of sense, but uh, also keep in mind that he's not a great fit to the offensive scheme. Remember that the Browns offense was designed for a running quarterback like Deshaun Watson. Uh, both um, P.J. Walker and Dorian Thompson Robinson are very mobile quarterbacks that move very well and can run as well as throw. They are good matches to the original design of the 2023 Browns offense. Uh, Joe Flacco is not a mobile quarterback. He is more of a pocket passer and would require a major overhaul of the Browns offensive scheme. So I think what he has in experience perhaps makes up for the lack of um, match in terms of skill set. So it's not an ideal match to what the Browns want to run, but when it's this late in the season, well, beggars can't be choosers, and you have to go with the most talented quarterback out there rather than necessarily the best fit to what you want to do. So, no, it's not an ideal signing. It's not the greatest possible match to the Cleveland Browns offense, but he is somebody that knows how to play football, knows how to lead a team, and if called upon, they can modify their offense and kind of retailor it for a lower mobility pocket passer type uh, who has been effective in the recent past, meaning as recently as 2022. And he can be effective if called upon, but he's not going to be this gigantic arm, fantastic quarterback like, like he was uh, 15 years ago. That's just not in the cards. People who are expecting him to become a sudden franchise quarterback again after being out of the league for a few years and not being a starter for uh, really a long time. I think he lost his starting job to Lamar Jackson back in 2018 and never really became a regular starter again. So uh, he's really been more of a sort of a high-level backup for the past uh, five or six seasons. And that's really what you're going to get with Joe Flacco. I think he's very likely to be a positive influence on the team. He's going to help the Cleveland Browns immensely. I think that the Baltimore Ravens are vulnerable. I don't think that you can place too much stock in their one-loss record, given the fact that they, I mentioned this on yesterday's broadcast, they faced Cincinnati Bengals. And both times that they faced the Bengals, Joe Burrow was injured. They faced Dorian Thompson-Robinson the first time out when Deshaun Watson had to drop at the last minute, and they put DTR in with very little preparation as the number one quarterback. They were expecting him to be the backup, and so Deshaun Watson had um, uh, planned to be the number one. They designed the game plan with Deshaun Watson as the presumed starter, and only with a few hours before game time, they canceled that plan and said, well, DTR, you got to start today. That was not an ideal way to start the game, and uh, it did not work out well. 
Um, so, you know, that's the Browns situation. The Browns have been in denial, figuring that, well, we're so sure that Deshaun Watson is going to be healthy that uh, we're not even going to worry about the problem of finding backup quarterbacks. Uh, we already have two. We have uh, PJ, and we also have DTR. And that's all that we really need. We're so confident that Deshaun Watson is healthy that we need no more backup quarterbacks, even on the practice squad. That was the Browns' position. And they're sort of stuck with it. Now they're scurrying at the last minute to find somebody that can be a backup quarterback, and they're not really coming up with it. Uh, until, of course, they identify Joe Flacco as the potential guy that they might like to sign and we'll find out about that in the next few days. Uh, I'd like to see the Browns still sign somebody to be the number three quarterback on the active roster. I believe they should also sign yet another quarterback to be on the practice squad just in case there's an emergency that comes up. And I pointed this out on our other shows in the Fanatical Elves Network, that it was only last year that the San Francisco 49ers passed up a chance to go to the Super Bowl because they were either too lazy or too afraid to hurt the feelings of their backup quarterback. And so they did not uh, sign a quarterback that they could promote even through the practice squad. And as a consequence, um, they had no answer when their two starting quarterbacks went down in the playoffs and uh, they had to let instead uh, uh, you know, San Francisco did not represent the NFC. Philadelphia went to the Super Bowl instead. They, they allowed that to happen and if they had had one more quarterback on the roster history might be different, but that's just the way that it went. Uh, I think that's foolish. I think that the that all NFL teams, especially the Browns, should aspire to develop quarterbacks, maybe not throw the entire playbook at them. I think they should probably keep some portions of the playbook secrets in, just in case they encounter uh, this player again in the future, you know, he might wind up being uh, a Pittsburgh Steeler or a Baltimore Raven or something in the future. So you don't want to share the entire playbook with him, but at least give him the first half of the playbook so that they can carry out the basic offense. Uh, I don't think that's too much to ask for. They need a quarterback on the practice squad as well. That should be a no-brainer at all times. There should be a quarterback on the practice squad, the idea that you're going to protect the current backup quarterback from emotional trauma by providing competition for the guy, that is just foolishness. Competition always makes the players better. It does not hurt their feelings one little tiny bit. Or if it does, maybe they just need some additional mental toughness. So welcome to the dog pound, Mr. Joe Flacco. Um, Hopefully you'll be promoted to the 53-player roster very soon. 
and I think that the leadership ability of the uh, veteran quarterback is something that will really make the playoffs more real for this team and give them a chance to overcome the problems that they've had uh, thus far. Um, I think that the Browns do have a loser's complex that has to be overcome. They've also had a fixation on the quarterback position that is not healthy. They've placed too much faith in uh, Deshaun Watson and not provided backup plans, and they need to get over it. I think that um, Joe Flacco can be an important part of that equation, uh, understanding that we need to have more than one talented quarterback on the team and there's more than one path that leads to the playoffs and to the NFL Super Bowl in February. So that concludes the presentation for now, everyone. We're getting close to Thanksgiving, so um, thinking about you, thinking about uh, what we might do for the community, um, I feel like I and my family have been richly blessed, and there are ways that we can give back to the community, some of which involve uh, Cleveland Browns and Cleveland Browns charities. Browns backers also have uh, a number of uh, charities that supports the local communities. Um, look into it. I feel like we've been richly blessed. I feel like the team has been richly blessed this year. We've got a shot, better shot at the playoffs than we've had in years, or at least since the 2020 team that beat Pittsburgh and made it to Kansas City and coulda, woulda, shoulda won that game were it not for some lousy officiating that missed a helmet-to-helmet -helmet, uh, hit on Rashard Higgins. I think the Browns could have made it to the next round against Buffalo. But, okay, all that's water over the dam. Point is that um, we have a new quarterback that looks like he's ready to be promoted to the 53-player roster. I think Brown should definitely do that. They should also have another player on the practice squad for no other reason that they always are short of arms to have a really good practice, and it would really help the Browns to have the benefit of another young arm to have a viable practice uh, during the week in preparation for their next foe. And I believe the next foe in this case is going to be the Broncos of Denver. So hold on to your hats. It's going to be an exciting season. It's only just now started. Take care, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, and God bless you all.